for the living know that they will die. That's you and I. For the living know that they will die. The reason I'm teaching on this is because I want you to understand the culture in which we live in. For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. They are not further rewarded. They have no further reward. And even their name is forgotten. Keep going. Their love, their hate, their jealousy have since, have long since what? Never again will they have a part in anything that happens. Your grandmother cannot speak to you if she's dead. There's no such thing as an ancestor speaking to you. Because when they die, they know nothing under the sun. So, but I did hear my grandmother speak to me. Hear me. You have to understand the demonic realm. There are demons that will come into you, come to you in the form of something that's familiar. Your ancestors did not speak to you. That is a demonic force. Because demons are not dead. So if you are an ancestor worshiper, you are a demonic worshiper. You don't worship God, and that's not your grandmother. Because she has no, hear me, she has no consciousness of anything in the earth. So, God, I love your words. Shut up, devil. You ain't going to shut me down in here. But why were they so right? Because demons were here when Lucifer was was casted out of heaven. So watch this. They've been here. They know your struggle. Get this. They've been in churches for hundreds of years. They were they were in the church. While all of us were running and jumping and shouting, they love us going to church. They like when you go to church. They say amen too. Well, pastor, what's the difference? The difference is, watch this, I have the Holy Ghost. Okay, pastor, why are you talking about this? How do I stay delivered? Here's what we're dealing with, man of God. We're dealing with a generation. Mm. We're dealing with a generation. Watch this. If your bracelet has a crystal on it, This one is for prosperity. This one is for love. This one is for peace and tranquility. This one right here is for like good fortune. Can I tell you what happened? When you put that crystal on and you had all of that, you had, watch this, a demon in the form of a bracelet. And let me tell you what it did. 
It unlocks and releases confusion over your life. But here's the scary part. That ain't scary. The scary part is this. Once you come into agreement with it, guess who suffers? The third generation. You hadn't seen suffering until you see your grandchild. When we talk about the spirit of of Jezebel, here's what I realized, Pastor Ty. That, 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 that sometimes the spirit of Jezebel is in the church, but it is holistically over the church. I'll tell you why. I'm going to tell you how. This is the part that's going to really, and I want to see if you shout now, because listen, hear me. I want to see if you shout now. It's going it's to mess you up. Look at your neighbor and say, I ain't got to be holy. You ain't got to be. You, you don't have to be. Hear me. Let me tell you what, what I'm talking about how to get delivered. All right, watch this. The spirit of Jezebel uses several things. We're about to go. I'm ready to go just like you. The the spirit of Jezebel uses several things. It comes in the form of several manifestations. I'm going to show you something. Jezebel can come in the form of a promiscuous being, person. Watch this. Be very carefully. It oftentimes is married. If not married, watch this, it uses single, promiscuous people or or homosexuality. All right, I prove it to you. The scripture says that Jezebel served the God of Baal. Baal perpetuated, watch this, sensuality, that's promiscuity, self-mutilization. I said, oh, but they be cutting themselves. Mm-mm. Not, not, not so. Not so. Not in that day. It wasn't self-mutilization. It was gender change. They would illegally castrate themselves to change gender. That's the God of Baal. I said, now, call me fool, but it sounds like today. So I said, wow, Lord, watch this. This is how the church is under the spirit of Jezebel. Look at your neighbor and say, do what you want to do. We don't come against you. We come against the spirit. Watch this. We come against the spirit that has caused the church to be afraid to do what I'm doing right now. See, watch this. Now, as long as I say controlling spirit, 
manipulation, domination, control, intimidation. Your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your whatever, your boss, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, we're going to break the spirit. But what if I told you, watch this, a community that does not allow the people of God to speak freely about their God, that's domination, intimidation, and control too. So any community that sues someone because they decided they are not going to hear me. If I, the church, the pastor or an entrepreneur says, I'm not going to service a particular community and you go out and you get all your people together to shut us down. You are operating under the spirit of Jezebel. Now, you were cool when I told you uh, that your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your mama uh, or your sister may be controlling. But what if I told you if I cannot pray and declare what I believe? believe God has said unto me now you are the Jezebel and your whole community is too so what are we doing let me tell you what the, the responsibility of the church is. Not to convert you. Look at your neighbor and say, do what you want to do. Hear me. When the Bible says that we are to be salt and light in the earth, we are not to go out and tr- hear me and tell everybody that they're wrong. That's not our responsibility. And listen to me. And every preacher, and the last preacher and that evangelist is walking around telling everybody that they're going to hell. That's not what we're supposed to do. Let me tell you what we're supposed to do to be salt and light in the earth. Hear me. What is salt? Salt is in the Old Testament, the highest commodity. Hear me. Money is to us now, but salt is what money is to us now. So watch this. Why is salt? Why was salt so uh, so powerful? Salt was so so powerful because it was the it was that modern day refrigerator. It was there to preserve. So when you and I are commanded to be sought in light, sought in light does not mean go and tell everybody that they're wrong. It is to preserve the holiness that's already in the earth. So we're talking about every Jezebel, every perverted spirit. You ain't taking our kids. You ain't taking our families. Oh, we ain't letting porn take our husbands. We are not about to be walking around single just because we are promiscuous. We will get married. We will be sanctified. Our children and we all work. Come on, y'all. Your responsibility is to preserve the holiness that's in the earth. Now, you can't preserve it if you're in it. How do I stay delivered? I got one more text for you. Watch this. Where is it, where is it at, y'all? We're about to go. Y'all ready to raise the offering and get home? Watch this. Exodus 32 and 26 says this. Here it is. Because you're going to have to make a decision. Because what, what we're not going to do is run around circles and still be in cycles. Yeah. Hear me, y'all. You got to come out of the sex house. You got to come out of that mug. No, 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 no. Hear me, y'all. You got to put that alcohol down. Not his grace is sufficient. I'm delivered. Watch this. Here it is, y'all. This is only for about 10 people. So he stood at the entrance to the camp of meeting. Camp and said, whoever is for the Lord, come to me. If you're for the Lord, say I'm for the Lord. 
Now ask your neighbor that said it. Are you sure? If you're for the Lord, shout, I'm for the Lord. Ask your neighbor, say, you sure? If you are for the Lord, shout, I'm for the Lord. Ask your neighbor, are you sure? All right. God, I hope y'all know what y'all just said. Come to me, whoever is for the Lord. And all the Levites rallied to him. So when you said I'm for the Lord, hear me very carefully. I don't care what your job title is in ministry. I don't care if you don't have a position. You are a Levite. You're a Levite. Where am I the Levite over? Encounter? No. The kingdom of God. The body of Christ. That you are responsible for taking care of the body of Christ. On your job, you maintain the body of Christ. The church. Say, I'm the church. All right? So everybody say, I'm for the Lord. Okay. Keep going. Then he said to them, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Each man strap a sword to his side, go back and forth through the camp from one end to the other, each killing his brother, friend, and neighbor. If you for the Lord, shout them for the Lord. It got that, it, it, didn't, it wasn't as loud as it was the first time, though. I'm for the Lord. Keep going. Keep going. The Levites, who's the Levite? Did as Moses commanded. And that day, about 3,000 of the people died. Keep going. Then Moses said, you have been set apart to the Lord today. For you were against your own sons and brothers, and he has blessed you this day. What testament is this? Old Testament. Everything in Old Testament is not figurative. It is literal. So what happened in this particular uh, context? There were, watch this, 3,000 brothers, friends, and neighbors that were murdered, killed by Levites, those that were for the Lord. Now, if you don't have any type of theological understanding, you'll be like, man, what kind of God would do that? A God that's serious about idolatry. See, the context of the particular passage of Scripture has something to do with the children of Israel had started to worship what? Golden calves. God does not play about idolatry. So he was like this, all right? Hmm. If you are serious about being a Levite set apart, then that's what I need you to go do. I need you to go kill physically the closest things to you. Are we Old Testament believers? We're Old Testament learners. We're New Testament believers. We don't live out of Old Testament. We live out of the New Testament. We learn from the Old Testament. So because I'm a New Testament believer, uh, don't go and kill nobody. Not physically. What God is saying through this particular passage of scripture is this. If you want to stay delivered, you got to go to him, her, them, they, it, and kill it. Pastor, I don't understand. You got to take that condom in your pocket and put it at this altar. 
You got to take that blunt in your glove compartment, run out and go get it, and put it at this altar. You got to take all that, that stuff on your phone that gives you access to Pornhub. Don't hear me. You got to throw the whole phone away. Well, how am I going to get in contact with people? That's the point. I ain't trying to get in contact with nobody until I get this perversion out of my system. Oh, no, sir. Some of y'all got to go home and throw the TV away. Some of y'all got to get contacts out of your phone. So, hear me. You got to kill it, them, they, those, everything that easily besets you. You got to kill it. Get rid of it. If you're going to be for the Lord, shout out for the Lord. Ty, listen to me. I know that's tough. Hear me. Watch this. If you ain't trying to be free from homosexuality, stay there. Do your thing. No problem. But if you're saying, man, I know this ain't me. I just fell into a trap. No, they caught me when I was at my lowest. But I know it ain't me. The only way, hear me. The only way to get delivered is somebody got to get out or you got to get out. We can't live together no more if you're going to get set free. Y'all shut down on me when I said this. Hear me. If you're going to be for the Lord. And that's what makes you set apart. Set apart don't mean we different. Set apart is we kill everything that we put above God. Now, you want to walk out here and be delivered from every spirit, every addiction. This is, hear me, with the power and the partnership of the Holy Ghost, you got to leave here, get in your car, and start deleting things in your person. That's how you get free. Many of you in the sound of my voice, watch this. You're powerful, you're anointed, you're gifted, you're talented, you're going somewhere, but you are in bondage to things that nobody knows about. You look good now, but in your soul, you're entangled. In your soul. In your soul, you're entangled. Now watch this. The man said, go and kill your brother, neighbor, and friend. What I love about that is this. Some people we are in bondage to our own family members. And the Lord says, cut it. Cut it. Neighbors and friends, associates and people who are close to us. Some of you can't get free because your friends don't want you free. That's why you won't join no church because your parents won't let you leave your old church that has you in bondage. You know you got to get out of the new. You know you got to get into a new environment. But it's that tradition, no life, no anointing. You come here because it's oil. You go there because of loyalty. And the Lord says it's time for you to cut. I love you. We can hang out once a month because we've been doing it every week. And I realize that the, the more distant I come from you, I feel free. Hear me. Here's the one. Here's the one. Some of you all literally are dating. 
You're dating your bondage. Can I say something to you? If God has never required you in the duration of your salvation, if he's never required you to break up with somebody, I would recommend that you probably don't know Jesus. Because who I dated outside of God, I see differently inside of God. So if I'm holding on to what I, what I got to or what I got entangled with outside of God, I, would, I have to suggest maybe you don't know God. That just made sense. Remember they said it again. Okay. Pastor, how do I stay delivered? You got to cut it. Now, here it is. Zion. Pastor, I don't like that. Watch this. This is what, this is what the old church didn't teach us, but I'm going to tell you. Um, life is not, this is what we do. We take text and we isolate it. We make it, all right, if this text says this, then that means that's a general situation. For example, uh, Daniel and the lion's den. That ain't life. That's an isolated situation. That's all I understand. Daniel's in the lion's den is not life. Meaning, meaning this, there are going to be some times where you're going to feel it. Nothing will hurt me. No, that's not true. You're going to get hurt. There's no possible way you can cut anything and not cry. It's going to be bloody. 3,000 people. Blood was everywhere. If you're going to get delivered, you got to feel it. It's going to hurt. The decision to cut things will hurt. But you're set apart. You will be delivered. So you got to choose. Choose thee this day. Are you going to allow the cutting? It's going to hurt. Some of y'all need to call people right now and say, this is the last day, last day we're going to be together. Some of you got to look at the environment and say, this is the last day. I won't, I won't be coming back here. You, you wanted to know how to stay deliberate, I'm telling you. What, that wasn't painful. That was liberating. I feel lighter. I feel better. I feel free. The painful part is to have to explain to your bondage why you ain't coming back. That's the word of the Lord for you today. Look at your neighbor and say, he just told us how to stay delivered.